Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Peak and Flow podcast. Uh, today, I would like to talk to you about a concept that I learned a little while ago now. Funnily enough, actually, this was actually at a, I don't know what it would be called, like a TED Talk tryout. I I know there was a TEDx event here in Canberra, it's many years ago now, maybe um, seven or eight years ago. And um, basically, uh, you put your name down for this event and you could go and present an idea. You talked about it for eight minutes or something along those lines. And if the judges at this event uh, approved of your idea, you went on a short list to present at TEDx Canberra. Um, and so I put my name down and I remember um, going out there and being excited and very nervous uh, about presenting in front of, um, I don't know how many people, maybe 40 to 50, maybe less. And um, I absolutely bombed, bombed so bad. It was, it was so bad. (laughs) That's my memory of it. It is like a core memory of like, man, I got to get better at this. (laughs) Hopefully I have since then. But one of the other presenters uh, introduced this concept called Feather Brick Truck. Uh, now, his name is Ben. I have no idea what the hell Ben's doing now. He's actually was in the fitness industry at the same time. Um, but this concept of Feather Brick Truck. And so this concept um, became useful for me in many ways in sort of getting a really... <laughs> I ignored it in many other ways. Don't worry about that. But in many ways, it gave me a bit of an idea, a bit of framework around going, okay, well, what's... What is being hit by a truck? What is a brick and what is a feather? Now, before I go further into that, um, I want to give you why I'm bringing this up today. So I do some coaching with a client and he's also come to one of our retreats. So I run six-month programs. In those six-month programs, um, which is really called Meet the Moment, um, you get 10 one-on-one coaching sessions with me. You get access to one of our retreats and there's a few other bits and pieces within that as far as coaching or a few other bits and pieces involved. It depends on the person. But key thing is that he's gone through that process and he just came to our last retreat as well and had some some really good breakthroughs, not just at the retreat. And the powerful thing about the retreats is that it's all well and good to, le- to, like, to leave your environment that you created and to go away with these... You know, people that are sharing a sort of experience, they're also sharing a language, um, and that can be exceptionally powerful. It's actually what you do when you go back into your environment that is most important. So the work starts after the weekend. And this guy uh, had some really challenging conversations with his dad post-weekend that really his word for him is that he just feels so exceptionally lighter. He's actually now gone and um, put himself into uni for nursing. Congratulations to him. If he's listening, he knows who he is. So good work. Um, not that you need me to approve that, but either way. So when speaking to him, I said, oh, when are you wanting to book your next session? And he's like, I'll let you know. But he goes, since I've had those conversations with your dad, I just wouldn't know what to talk about. And I was like, yep. I remember saying the same thing um, to a coach when I was being coached, to Jay, his name is, uh, many years ago. And he's like, that's fine. And he knows that I was developing these coaching skills as a coach as well in developmental coaching and he's like what's really important is not to just coach to the the most obvious things what's subtle right what is more subtle that over time will become obvious and this is what i relate to a feather brick truck you see there's many things that we all have in our life at this point in time that are feathers 
They're just brushing your skin. It's light and you know it's there, but it's just it's just not painful, right? In fact, if anything, it might even be right now just a little bit ticklish, so to speak, right? Just a little sensation. But you know that if you don't deal with that feather, that it's going to be a brick. You're going to get hit by a brick. Now, that may not knock you down. That may not set you back for months, but then when that feather turns into a brick, it's going to knock you a bit harder than the feather did, that's for sure. And so does the brick get our attention? Do we stop and pause and take stock with the brick? Or do we ignore the brick and keep moving forward and keep ignoring the brick or bricks and all of a sudden we get hit by a truck? And that puts us back months, years, whatever it may be. And so... This such simple analogy and concept can be so powerful for us because when we start to shift our attention from always waiting for bad things to happen, right, or always waiting for things to fall apart, and when people do this with the physio, so people wait until they're injured to go to a physio, uh, or they only see physios as that's who I go to if I'm injured, as opposed to going, what is my... Um, what is my plan of making sure that I'm building a deeper relationship with my body long-term and what are the professionals that I can network with and get information with and see continually to allow myself to to um, move well for a long period of time because the body that I have at 35 was different to the body that I have at 25, which is different to the body that I have at 45. There is absolutely similarities through that process, but it's so crucial that we get a good understanding of what that is because we can't treat it the same. And we most people take care of their cars better than they do their bodies. They get their cars serviced all the time, but they don't service their bodies. And so this is another analogy of going, well, how do we do that with our mind? Because there is no gap between mind and body. It's one of the same. Now, in saying that, what are the mental feathers, right? What if, firstly, if you've got a couple of mental trucks, you probably should be dealing with them for sure. Um, and then, of course, the mental bricks. But our ability... To pay attention to the subtle feathers that you know deep down, this isn't an issue now, but do I just wait until it becomes an issue to deal with it? Is that how I want to live my life? Constantly just waiting for these things to become an issue when I could have been dealing with it when it was just a concept or a thought or a uh, a sensation or a... um, a part of me that I know that I've been ignoring and it's been showing up in different ways because the more that we ignore this this feather, for lack of a better word, or to stay with the analogy, the more it's going to turn into a brick. And so there's a lot of power in the self-awareness for ourselves to take moments to pause rather than just constantly go, 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 to take a moment and pause and be like, hang on a sec, If I was to continue doing this, what would that look like? And so one of the exercises and one of the concepts that we have within coaching, but one of the exercises we do at the retreats is walking through the quadrants. Now, walking through the quadrants, the four quadrants of first-person perspective, second-person perspective, third-person perspective, fourth-person perspective. There is many different ways to articulate these types of quadrants and how we may use them. It's really based off Ken Wilber's work, but for the purpose of this episode, being relatively short and understanding it, uh, the way that we work through it is like, let's say somebody presents a problem that they're experiencing with somebody else. Um, For me, it might be my 
business partner. I don't have a current currently have a business partner. This is what I actually have worked through in the past, but let's say it's a business partner. So when I'm looking at first person perspective and I'm looking at this feather, it, maybe there's not a big issue with my business partner. There's no brick or truck, but I know we're not communicating very well. It's a little bit frustrating, but I can probably, you know, just deal with it for now. So, but I bring that up and I go, look, it's annoying. I wish he communicated better. Um, and uh, he doesn't seem to want to have difficult conversations. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's kind of just annoying more than anything. Now, if that's what the problem is for me, I then step into second person. I become, let's call him Roger, right? And now I'm Roger looking at Dave and I'm asked a question. Now that I'm Roger, and this is an exercise you have to consider, you have to be in their perception and be like, what could Roger be thinking? Now, Roger, what would it be like to experience Dave in this situation? And it's like, well, he's kind of talks around the situation. He doesn't really tell me exactly what he wants. And each time we catch up, he's kind of, he's kind of a bit forward and not not really nice to talk to. And I was like, fuck, all right, hold on a sec. Maybe there's a bit more to this than I thought. From my perspective, if I was to be Rogers and looking back at Dave's behavior and the way he's interacting, no wonder I don't really want to communicate too much with him. Right, that makes sense. And also, Roger grew up with parents that weren't really around. So he never really valued continual conversation. Um, doesn't mean that he doesn't like me. It's like, okay, this is really interesting. And this, of course, is an example that I'm running through. But you can see, as I move to second, now I'm going to move to third person perspective. Third person perspective is if I'm third person watching Roger and David interact, what am I seeing? It's like, well, I can see they both want to work things out. They're both coming from different angles. They both want to be understood rather than trying to understand each other. Right. This is really interesting now. Okay. I can see that. Right. And being able to be object to that, I'm not emotionally invested in Dave. I'm not emotionally invested in Roger, but I'm able to see that this non-communication is causing an issue, even though they may both want to communicate. They're both so busy with being understood rather than trying to understand each other. Now, here's a kicker, and this is where this ties into the feather brick truck. I'm going to step into fourth person. Now, fourth person has more to do with looking at the systems, the plans, the environment, and this thing here of what would happen if this continued to play out like this. And so standing in fourth person, I'm going to look at Roger and David and ask a question, what could happen if this continued to play out the way it's playing out now? And I'm like looking at that, and I'll go, that business partnership is going to break down. People are going to lose their jobs all because of ego and being too uh, macho to try and understand each other and, and bring compassion to the conversation. Fuck me. Look at that, hey? It's interesting once we're able to step through that is going, this feather, if ignored, will turn into a truck. And so this is a simple, powerful tool that everyone has to be able to walk through these kind of concepts with ourselves and go, I could keep ignoring that feather, but do I want to deal with the truck? Or am I willing to put my ego aside and have a really difficult conversation on, a, on behalf of compassion and curiosity for the better of the greater good, right? A win-win-win. And so this feather brick truck concept, as simple as it is, is so easy to integrate into the simple things that we do every single day. And whether we're going, am I dealing with this at feather level, brick level, or truck level? And so this really helps to aid, and the better questions we have, the better life we live, aid in our subtle awareness of how we're choosing to show up or how we're unconsciously choosing to show up as well. So look, that's the feather brick truck that's walking through the quadrants in 12 minutes or less. Um, 
It's an easy way that you can do this when you're driving. As you're driving, please pay attention to the road. You can talk yourself through those quadrants. You can start to pay attention. What are the things that I know that are there that I'm ignoring about myself? Not about other people, about yourself. And walking through the quadrants is such a simple process to be able to bring awareness to that. Team, that's me done. I'm out. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this episode beneficial, it would mean the world to me. If you pass it on to someone else that you think would also find it beneficial, if you choose to share it on socials, that would also be amazing. Make sure to tag Peak and Flow Training and Dave Nixon Flow. Otherwise, uh, you can get a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books. If you're interested about coaching, training, and retreats, you can find out more in the show notes or at Peak and Flow Training. Don't go there because that's not my website, peakandflow.com.au. But that's me. I'm done. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.